Well, hello and welcome to another episode of Has Opinions. This is episode 18. I am Daniel. And I'm Chris. And Has Opinions is a podcast where we discuss uh, anything and everything that we have opinion on, but usually around technology, remote work, being a dad, uh, and coding and fun stuff like that. So how's your week going, Chris? Uh, It's good. I guess it's almost over. We start summer hours at work, which is this year, half day Fridays. So that's fun. Tomorrow I'll be off for half a day. Nice. Um, Just in time for some family to come up. Uh, My in-laws, they're coming up for the long weekend. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So Monday, Monday's a holiday. Monday is a holiday. Uh, And we're seeing Hamilton on Sunday. I'm kind of excited for that. Awesome. I saw it last week or two weeks ago and it was, it was my, have, and you've seen it, you saw it on Broadway, right? Yep. So this will be your second time. My second time, I get to be snooty and say, oh, it's not as good as the Broadway version. (laughs) (laughs) Which is, you know, most of the fun of that, so. Right. Otherwise, what's the point? Um, I'm really interested to see your take on the general generational uh, (laughs) representation at Hamilton. Uh Uh That'll be interesting. So, There's definitely some a few progressive elements there. When I went, the night I went, uh, our neighbors on either side were um, very mature. Uh, I'll just say that. And then quite a few, quite a few of the other audience members were also very, very mature, given by the color of their hair. And they're just not the type of crowd that I would think would be into rap battles. No, <laughs> and I That's kept good. looking for like nodding heads, or you know, or you know, some people, you know, heads, you know, syncopated with the beat, or uh, clapping, or talking back to the yeah, stage. Right. And there's very little of that. So there's a bunch of that in New York, and then some stuff hits better in New York too. Like there's a lot of like New York is the greatest city in the world parts, like the actual lyrics of many songs, and that probably does not resonate in San Antonio. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Some Texans saying, I don't think I agree with that. Like the only God. New York joke we have around here is like, you know, the Pace uh, Picante sauce, the, the salsa <laughs> commercial where they're like, right. New York City, and they're like, get a rope uh, or something. <laughs> that's that's more what we have around here. Uh, right. So, well, that'd be fun. A kid, uh, kid-free day to go out and enjoy a Broadway Through musical. That, yep, we're going to get some food, see a 2 p.m. showing of a Hamilton, because, yay, hashtag parenting. <laughs> that's true, that's true. Um, cool. Oh, I yeah, like I told you, I bought two, we bought two pair of tickets. Um, one, because it was the first one we could get access to, and then the second one to actually go when uh, the rest of my family is going. And we sold the other pair from, it was uh, this like two days ago, and um, we sold it on the Ticketmaster site, and which was kind of annoying because some of the access we had purchased for like access to a special lounge area wasn't, wasn't, um, we couldn't pass that along to the buyer. So we had to eat that $80 and then there are additional fees for every transaction. So it just, it's just like this closed marketplace that has, you know, fees everywhere, which is kind of annoying, but yeah, I also didn't want to go you know, out into the world and leave my home office to find someone to purchase the tickets <laughs> so, <laughs> at a possible you know, increased cost. Um, so mm-hmm. we just set the price to where it would cover everything. And I think we, so you get to set the price. That's interesting. Uh, we did. Yes. Um, and they give you some, some like a little graph with, you know, some numbers of distribution where, where people price their tickets 
we went in the middle and got it. So I think we made $25 after making nice. back the money. <laughs> Congratulations. We yep. lost in the fees and all that stuff. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, um, we, we enjoyed the show. Um, didn't think we needed to see it again so soon. So we sold those tickets. So it was nice. Yeah. But cool. cool. And then earlier show. this week, uh, both of us watched the ending of game of Thrones. Yeah, um, that happened. I'm sure. There are so many podcasts and uh, videos and blog articles out there for that ending. Um, what is your one word take on the ending of the series? Relief. Relief. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because uh, I mean, yeah, I'm just glad it's over and I don't have to like sit there in suspense and then also be like, oh, this is going to be a disappointment. Also. Yeah, yeah. I think my one word response is. I really didn't want it to be, uh, I, I don't want it to be meh, but it's kind of meh. Um, right. Because I think it's just a victim of its own hype and I, I don't think anything, whatever came out of it couldn't live up to the hype that had built up in my mind before then. So, Right. Yeah. Martin was supposed to have written his books by now and he did not. And yeah, and they're not, they're not. And then he's involved in like five other projects. So, and he's 70 and just the, the numbers keep getting worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're so, not getting those plus. I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just working on moving on with my life. So after that, anyway, so that's yeah, that's what's going on around here, and it's um, it's definitely turning into pool season now, with uh, with the weather. It's a consistent ninety degrees here. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, like you have summer hours, but also you want to probably spend most of those hours that you have off inside because it's, it's going to be really hot. Yep. So um, my parents are moving down here. Did I tell you that? I yeah. figure if we talked about that. You mentioned so it, but I didn't know the... the... They um, And that's going to be interesting. They're going to have to adjust to the summer. They live in Connecticut right now. So the summers are warm to hot, but not San Antonio hot. So we'll see if they adjust. <laughs> uh, they will. They will. Yeah, it'll be fine. But I'm wondering if they're going to look for a house with a pool or not. I kind of hope they do. Yeah, I told you, with our house, we're already looking to see, we're already thinking about possibly putting a pool in, but then Mm -hmm. comes the maintenance and the cost and, yeah. Oh my God, yeah. Especially if it's an in-ground. Yes. Well, both. Yeah. Cool. So let's do some updates on uh, projects. So do you want to go first and share about Chipper? Uh, Sure. Chipper CI is still going. It's still in development. Development's actually going pretty good still, like a good clip, despite uh, both of us having other stuff that we do for uh, our main gigs, like my full-time employment and David working on Nova, Laravel Nova, and some other stuff. Um, So that's going pretty well. I just signed up for your, I signed up on your landing page and got an email and I use Fastmail and have images blocked because I'm just... I'm just that kind of person and it's showing the logo. It's, it says chipper CI probably just for now logo. So probably just for now logo. Yeah. I I love, I do like to, I like to have the gym gems of like hidden. (laughs) I kind of do that a lot in like HTML and image names and stuff like that. Uh, If you're seeing this, get something better to do with your life. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I especially yeah like I like the idea of people's screen readers or something hearing like the ridiculous things I put in the HTML sometimes it's fun nice just for them Easter eggs mm-hmm. cool so yeah so developments on the way anything uh, what's the next big hurdle you have actual continuous integration part right now we're doing like a little bit of a naive approach but I think the naive approach of how we actually run the builds inside of containers 
is going to make it to production because it's like simple and easy to reason about. Um, whereas a real full blown approach gets into, uh, complications, uh, either figuring out APIs within a, like AWS or managing your own clusters of like a stocker scheduler and all that kind of good stuff. Uh, which is probably if assuming this thing actually, actually gets customers and makes money is something we'll end up doing. But to get started right now, I'm just going on a simpler approach where I started kind of refactoring that and it's got complicated and stupid. So I just like, I'm keeping the simple version of it. Um, that was kind of the whole last week and a half typed, uh, struggle and I ended up just kind of back where I started. I was in a better spot, but also, um, for the most part, I'm just like back to the original idea that I had. Nice. So, um, that part, you know, that's like the stupid technical stuff that customers don't ever see. You know, if it works, it works and they don't care the details about that and they shouldn't. Um, but it's that kind of thing that I've, uh, been dealing with the last week. Um, other than that, we got the landing page up. Like you just mentioned, um, I'm doing a drip sequence and convert kit. Um, and it sends out in the second, I think the second email, it sends out a survey. So I've gotten a decent number, like 150, 200 survey responses, mm-hmm. um, which is neat that people are actually caring enough to fill out a survey about how, if they do continuous integration and like how they do it. Um, and that stuff actually is promising. Uh, it is mostly in line with my suspicions about how people in Laravel are using continuous integration or want to. Mm-hmm. Um, our model is very much not... We're going for simple setup, right? So people can like spin up the app, hook up their Laravel app, and hopefully everything kind of just works out of the box or with only very minor tweaking, which is very much the exception of continuous integration apps in general, where you kind of waste like a few days a week just configuring the stupid thing to work, even like for a base use case. And, you know, it gets worse for more complicated apps and their setups. Um, So... We're aiming for that, but that also ex- kind of excludes out of the box people who do like open source stuff and they need to do things like testing multiple PHP versions and um, multiple variations of stuff because they don't have control over the environment that their code is running, mm-hmm. right? Because you never know where your library is going to end up. Um, we're not supporting that because it's complicated and expensive and like that's kind of like a free plan thing and free plan doesn't work in our small model where we actually pay for stuff and don't have like funding or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So the open source people can still keep using like Travis CI and that kind of good stuff that has good open source support. Um, well, when we start are going to be going for people who have like an application that they run in very few or just one kind of controlled environments and have the PHP version they want to test against, you know, they know that ahead of time and that kind of good stuff. Um, the survey bears that out that most people are in fact doing that, like just testing, just testing PHP apps. They don't also have like a Python and a Golang and all that kind of good stuff. Um, and they're mostly just testing against specific versions of PHP. Um, and that kind of, and so that kind of is in line with, our suspicions of the kind of audience that we would have. So, so far that all looks good. So if I have a peach, if I have a Laravel app, why would I want, and there's presumably one app or one version of it running on one host. Why would I need multiple versions of PHP tested against it? I mean, you wouldn't. Okay. It's like the, it's the open source people or the people who have, um, 
uh, if your code is going to end up in someone else's environment that you don't have control over, and that mm-hmm. is the use case normally for testing against that. So some people sell applications that are like self-install onto other people's environment, in which case maybe that is a feature they would need. Mm-hmm. Um, but most of us are just, you know, spinning up DigitalOcean droplets on Forge. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whatever PHP version is there is, you know, what PHP version you're using. Uh, update on shop plugins is I've spent um, a lot of time in the last week getting the, a new theme installed, which is funny because um, the general landscape of WordPress themes is going the way of most of the most of the good theme shops are getting purchased by hosts and then all of their themes sort of incorporated in those products um which is the case of the theme that i just used so the theme that i um so i use easy digital downloads to sell plugins because when we launched in 2014 it was the best um is the best platform for selling you know for selling wordpress plugins and we used a theme that was edd compliant back then and never changed it um but i got tired of it and then i didn't necessarily want to update to the newest version of it um i didn't even check to see if there was one because i saw this other theme that was um built for edd and uh built by a theme company that uh, array themes that i had used on several other sites well they got bought too so that theme actually <laughs> isn't being produced anymore so i i think i have the like I think I have a subscription to all of their themes that you know that they released um, since being uh, since being acquired, and um, I'll just I just sort of set it up on my site, and I just sort of took ownership over it. And I'll handle updates and maintenance going forward. But it's a good it's a good launching launching launchpad um, with more recent uh, updates and stuff. So it was a little it's, it was just weird to be installing and up updating to a now like never will be updated theme. You know, right updated by the author at least mm-hmm. that's kind um, of okay um it looks it's better, like though. quote unquote stable ish <laughs> yeah like i just have to take i have to now i have to be in control of that code base and managing it as well which is not right. a big deal um because and because that other theme that we that was installed originally uh didn't have a lot of customizations in it um over the past five years so um i don't i don't necessarily think this one will either um so, and then other than that, just, um, I've been doing a lot of housekeeping on the site and, um, changing the homepage over to, from just like one call to action button and like one small panel to another one that was actually suggested by, um, a company I hired to do a content audit. Um, they work with a lot of plugin shops and, um, gave a suggestion on how to expand sort of the homepage to be a little, a little bit better um, sales landing page. And so I'm adding some of that content on there. Um, so it sounded then, like their, uh, their audit, you're happy with it, like what they told you about. It sounded like they had good ideas. Yeah. So the original one, the original one that I ordered was for like SEO um, stuff and a more general site. Um, audit and then the second one that i ordered was a revamping of the homepage and of three of the top products so three of the top selling products um they suggested content changes to more to target more some of the keywords that i'm targeting um to change the way that the the user views the page um some of them have these really annoying like really small thumbnail images that uh, they have to click on and it opens up and in mobile it's just it's just a nightmare um so changing those to more of a full width format for the images adding some um, some gifs, gifs on there, 
See, I, I say just every, either both ways because I'm because I'm paranoid. But anyway, adding some animation to the page and then adding like a pricing table to better introduce the pricing and sort of um, guide the customer into, you know, what level of support package or what level of number of of sites that they're they're going to work on um, and a couple other changes to uh, to those. Yeah, to that to hopefully increase, you know, increase the sales on it. Yeah. I, for me, it's always felt great when someone has, who knows what they're talking about has like looked at my stuff and made suggestions that you're like, oh yeah, that totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. Especially if you have like a thing that's been around for a while and it's just not the way you think about it anymore. You like kind of lose the critical eye of like, oh yeah, this is obviously in need of improvement. Yeah. And it's nice to be at the place where, um, the, my, my regular company is just doing fine and it can, you know, and then so I can let shop plugins fund its own things like this, like this review and, and having someone else help with some of the coding and just have it pay for that and have it sort of separate. So it's, it's been good to, um, to fund some of that. A lot of the coding on the theme and the site does fall back to me. So that's why it's something that I, I got this, um, updated version probably in February. Um, so it's a couple months later and I'm now implementing it, but, uh, but that's okay. So that makes sense. I, I try not to think about lost sales in that in that time. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> and just look to the future. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it goes back to what we talked about last week, just about you know being uh, being a single founder, you know, one person working on something versus um, having a partner or having a, a team associated with something. So things just things just work at the pace that I can have time for them. Right. Totally makes sense. So. So yeah, and it was interesting. I had talked uh, yesterday. I had a conversation with um, the guy that runs uh, Matoric. Uh, we were debugging something on one of my client sites with his app, and he's the one that I had sort of patterned report EDD off of, and and worked on build season four. And he's like, "How's it going?" Because I had, I had talked to him before starting it and like during, and he's a, he's a really great encourager of doing that project because a lot of people ask him for his app but for edd and he's like nope never gonna do it not gonna do it um go somewhere else and he'd love to have someone you know that he knows to refer out to um and so it was interesting because i hadn't thought about it in a while because i had sort of allowed myself to to not have that expectation so that I could get other stuff done. Uh, but it was fun talking to him about it and saying, you know, this is where it started and this is what I learned from that process of, holy crap, I have a lot I need to learn. <laughs> and so this condensed time frame of trying to learn and build and launch was, um, it was, um, yeah, it was crazy. It was, it was not a good time for me to do that in, but, but I did learn a lot from the process. So, Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have no feedback on that other than, yeah, that makes sense. It does make <laughs> sense. Uh, well, cool. So I think uh, that's a good wrap, place to wrap up for for this week. Um, All right. It's, it's weird going into a three-day weekend because both of us just came off of a small small family vacations where we left the city. and Yeah. For like, you left for four days and I left for three days. Yeah, two weekend days and a Thursday and Friday last week. Yeah. Or, yeah, that was it. Yep. Yeah, so um, it's like vacation to vacation. Right. <laughs> I guess that's okay. It's still going to be like, oh, I've, I still have the thing where I'm like, oh, I should be working on this other thing because I have free time. But it probably won't happen because family is here. That's true. That's true. I don't have, I don't have, I think we have a, 
we have a get together with other homeschool families that we're going to be a part of. So that should be interesting. Right. All of the moms the, were like, we need to get the kids and the husbands together. So I'm like, Great. That sounds stressful. I get to <laughs> I have to be social. It should be fine. Right. It'll be cool though. Cool. All right, man. Well, until next week, where can we people catch up with you online? Uh, Fidelper on Twitter, which is the main point of entry for things I do. Servicehackers.com, of course, still exists. Um, and chipperci.com if you want to check out information about the continuous integration app me and David Hempfill are making um, and you can sign up to get some more info and get updates and all that good stuff in the email list there nice and I'm at growdev on twitter even though I deleted all of my tweets except for one and that last tweet is just a screenshot of me deleting my tweets so um, <laughs> I didn't I notice have, that I, I have not yet it. figured out what exactly I want to be on twitter so right now it's just nothing um and anyway so yeah, follow me to find out when i finally follow figure me out for some reason what i'm doing on twitter at GrowDev. but yeah then the plugin shop is shopplugins.com if you need woocommerce plugins and growdevelopment.com for um woocommerce uh, uh consultation agency plugins all that fun stuff so cool all right man we'll chat with you next week then all right talk to you then bye